everyone, my name is Fran. My name is Kelsey, but you can call me Kels. And welcome to our podcast, Burbles. Burbles, where we pick a topic each week and we talk about it non-stop until something starts to make sense, or that probably won't <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, it's become my little yeah. motto for Burbles, is just, just yeah. trying our best, doing our best. Just doing our best. Just keep You just keep going until something works. Yeah. <laughs> Here at Burbles, we have a segment that we like to call Badass Bitches, which is basically mm-hmm. me and Kels talking about people that we love until we run out of things to say and ramble about them because it's so amazing. I normally talk to Kels about women in social media age that I think are really cool and Kels normally focuses on women through history. I'm a bad bitch and I know it. Last week we spoke about the amazing Mary Wollstonecraft. Kels told us Mm -hmm. all about her. What a babe. Amazing, amazing woman. In today's episode I'm going to be telling Kels all about Hunter Schaefer. Ah, I love her. The queen, the fucking legend, the one and only. Honestly, I think one of the things that me and Kels first bonded over was our love for like Euphoria and Hunter and Zendaya. Zendaya Everyone in that. Hunter and Barbie Ferreira. Mm, Yeah. And Sydney Sweeney, Alexa Demi. That whole cast, I just want like. I, I want to be them and I want to be friends with them. I just need, I need some sort of relationship with them, whether it be like yeah. besties or like I need to become them. I haven't decided yet, but yeah. um, I, we need to do, we need to do something honestly at this point. Watch this space, we'll make a decision. Yeah, we'll let you, we'll, we'll let you know, we'll let you know when we become friends. I will do anything yeah. to, to be a part of their oh circle. Yeah. I'd give a kidney to anyone. Even if they don't need it, I'd just Yeah, just I'd be like, just, just want a kidney, just like for fun. I have one. <laughs> it's, here it is. So yeah, Kels definitely already knows a little bit about Hunter because we fucking love her. So I think mainly mm. this episode just going to be a little old ramble about yeah. how much we love her. Although saying that, actually, I don't know loads in detail about like her life yeah. and how she got to where she is today. Mm-hmm. I know about like her today and... and yeah like what she does now and her modeling and her acting and her art and things like that but I um I don't know that much about her yeah. life so I'm excited yeah that's the thing about Hunter as well is there's actually when I was doing my research there's actually not too much out there which I kind of like I think it's mm. she's quite private but the things that she's really passionate mm. about she does talk about in like interviews and things like that which is really good yeah. and like you said her acting and modeling she's and her art oh my god her art oh <gasps> incredible beautiful amazing human specimen so yeah just a quick quick one hunter's pronouns are she her they and them so we'll probably be switching Mm -hmm. between them Mm -hmm. i will be using resources such as wikipedia imdb and other online sources to research into the life of hunter let's just fangirl about her for about 10 minutes and then be done with your day and then move on and then and then get on with your day it's your your daily fangirling sesh So, who is she? And a little bit about her early life. So, Hunter mm. made her big break when she got her first acting role in HBO's Euphoria. Fuck, we love that show. Uh, <gasps> as if that was her big break as well, her first acting role. Can you imagine? Ah, she's so good. She's so good. She's so good. It Honestly, she's her so acting good. gives me tingles. Like, she's so amazing. Yeah. She's so good it hurts and heals my soul yeah. simultaneously. Let's just have a moment of silence for how much we love that show. Mm. Amen. Thank you to the gods of Euphoria. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. <sighs> this show has 
blown up and seems to have become a cultural reset mm-hmm. and i feel like in years to come this will be studied in like a levels and like universities as like some big phenomenon and i kind of wish that like so. when that happens i can go back and like learn about it all over again because it's just yeah so fucking good like cinematic oh masterpiece like the writing the characters yeah Honestly. The cinematography, mm-hmm. the costume, the makeup changed makeup Ugh. today completely. All makeup now is euphoria makeup. Every yeah, honestly. And mm. I just think it's amazing as well because like it's also inspired so many other projects which I think is amazing mm. like all these like obviously because we're actors as well a lot of the projects that I'm seeing are like Your project coming up euphoria. as well yeah there's a short film that I'm doing soon and it's very much euphoria vibes and I'm so mm. excited I love it yeah I cannot wait I know. to see it oh my god you're gonna smash it you're gonna absolutely kill it so yeah we're probably gonna be speaking about euphoria a lot throughout this so just prepare your little mm-hmm. brains um I'm sure mm. you will not mind because if you're anything like us you fucking love that show going back to Hunter herself Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, different online sources say that she was born in different years and it was very confusing <laughs> to me. I saw about three that said 1998 and a few that said 1999. So let's just say she's either 21 or 22 at the moment. Either way, she's young, powerful, legendary queen. She's transcendent. She's a goddess. Oh. That's what it is. So her father is a pastor and their family moved between churches and congregations in New Jersey, Arizona, mm. and finally Raleigh in North Carolina. She has three younger siblings, two sisters mm-hmm. and a brother. So this is where it gets juicy. Whilst she was in high school, she protested against the North Carolina Public Facilities Privacy and Security Act. So basically, this was the, um, quote, trans bathroom bill. So she acted as a plaintiff in ACLU's lawsuit against the bathroom bill. It passed in March 2016 with House Bill 2 stating that users of public restrooms must visit the restroom that corresponds to their assigned sex at birth rather than the... A room that corresponds corresponds to their gender <laughs> identity. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck off with that shit. Um, this bill obviously put trans people at risk, in particular mm. those who exist outside or in between gender binaries. Hunter mm. spent her time speaking with lawyers, opening up about her own experiences as a testimony for the case. Amazing. I get fucking mm. love. Yeah, she wrote an essay in ID um, about the dangers that it would cause for the whole transgender community, explaining, quote, while some trans people might be able to avoid the consequences of breaking the law because they pass as a cisgender man or woman, much of the community risks being profiled, facing harassment and potentially violence. The bill Mm. doesn't just present external dangers either, the internal detriment that trans individuals endure by being forced into facilities and boxes in which they don't belong to is excruciatingly painful. Yeah, yeah. It's so invalidating and undermining and Mm -hmm. dehumanising and it's just bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, it's literally just bullshit. It's just straight up bullshit. As a result, this bill was repealed and to this day, hunters still fight the laws put in place by other establishments to keep Mm. trans people safe. Oh, what an amazing person. So she said in an interview that the internet helped her cope with her gender identity, turning to YouTube and social media. One of the amazing things about social media, no matter how like how much crap comes alongside it, I can imagine that's so helpful to have all these people out there that are living lives similar to yours, that have similar stories to yours, and you're seeing them and how they're 
going through things and it makes you feel like you're not alone as in a world yeah. where these things are still so frowned upon disgustingly and people look down on you so much in your if, especially like if you're in communities that um that judge yeah. you or hate against you or anything like that having that online space can be so amazing for so many people i yeah, think it's so nice having that support yeah. yeah exactly and even even before the support having being able to have a space to find out about yourself and learn about these things because mm-hmm. we do live in a society still that is so heteronormative and cisgender specific that like a society we live in is still doing everything it can to squash down anyone that's not cisgender or heterosexual so it's amazing to have the yeah that is one of the amazing things about social media isn't it because it does provide that safe space for people to actually learn about themselves Mm -hmm. yeah that's the thing as well like obviously we're going to get into this in a minute but going back to like hunter as a role model and like in euphoria she's now showing so many people her story through her character Mm. and therefore bringing other people together like on social media who can all talk to each other about about the problems Mm. they have or their kind of lives and it's so inspiring and that's why I think she's such a great role model for young people especially we love you Hunter (laughs) we love you Hunter oh my god we need to just write that song Hunter Schaefer you are so fucking cool <laughs> Hunter also reported in an interview I do like people to know that I'm not a cis girl because that's not something that I am or I feel like I am I'm proud to be a trans person oh I love that yeah like she she loves being a part of the trans community and again that's so amazing for so many other young people that feel like that mm. that maybe are scared to yeah it's so incredible that she's taking this position that she's in and she's like yeah I'm gonna own it and yeah. I'm gonna be a beacon of light mm-hmm. for little younger people or even people the same age as her or older or whatever just anyone in the community who needs it see a ray of hope of someone who's owning it and proud and doing amazing things so a little bit about her career obviously we know she's so talented Mm. so many ways how is one individual this talented (laughs) what (laughs) excuse me like i i just don't i just it's like when creating Hunter Schaefer, the universe went, how much talent do you want? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All of it, oh my please. God. I wish. Oh, and she's so beautiful <laughs> as well. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <gasps> Sorry, that was just a moment of just like, I just had to release that for a second. Yeah, she's an extremely talented artist. Mm. She which I didn't know, found out. Um, She's illustrate for a magazine submitting her own comics and drawings. She also made a protest film along with protest garments for Rookie opposing North Carolina's bathroom bill. So she was involved in the creative side of that as well. She did. Of course. Like... That is beyond legendary. She was like, not only am I going to fucking stand up against it, I'm going to show you my talents and my skill and everything else and you're just going to like bow down she's literally like going out there and stunning people with awe she's like i'm gonna talent out your (laughs) i'm gonna talent out your prejudice yeah yeah as we're talking about her fit and stunning and astonishing she is Mm. schaefer also models she has model four are you ready dior Mew Mew, mm. Calvin Klein, Rick Owens, Helmut Lang, Tommy Hilfiger, Coach, Vera Wang, Mark Jacobs, Versace, and so many more. We love to hear it. That's a tune I can dance to. Yeah, I'm like, mm, Dior, mm. Mew Mew, mm. Versace. So, something that I was like, yeah, is she considered studying fashion design at Central St. Martin's in London? Uh. 
Um, she wanted to study non-binary clothing design. That sounds fucking insane. Like, I know. She would have smashed that, though. That would have been amazing, because also that, that reminds me of, like, I think it was last year or the year before. I think it was H&M or somewhere. One, one UK clothing brand was, like, tri- they tried it. They did a thing where they were, like, um, non-binary unisex clothing brands but it was so shit it was literally just like baggy t-shirts in like the blandest colours ever that's just a t-shirt what the fuck is this yeah like this shouldn't have binaries anyway like this is literally just a t-shirt yeah how about we just take away gender labels on clothes how about yeah. that like yeah. oh my god imagine oh my god I'm praying for the day that she brings out her own clothing line can you imagine Schaefer Designs oh, oh that would be amazing Hunter the label Hunter oh the label <laughs> I'd be like, honey, Please. can I join? Like, can I help? Please, Hunter. Hunter <laughs> can Schaefer. I offer my? Can I give you a kidney and help? Yeah, like, please. That's all I can offer. Oh, <laughs> Don't have anything else. Into existence. That would be the most beautiful clothing line. Yeah. In history. I, I know. I know they'll do it. I know Hunter will they do will. it. They will. I can feel it in my bones. You know. Yeah. I'm so excited. She's out there doing oh. it for us. So, as we discussed, obviously, in 2019, she was cast in HBO's Euphoria. Mm -hmm. So, she received so much praise for her performance in that series. And the Primetime Emmy Awards came under fire for omitting her from the nominations, Mm. along with other transgender actors fuck you fuck bye you. absolutely fuck, fuck you, you. What the, the awards fuck? system is still so fucking corrupt and so yep. stupidly rigged and you bullshit. win my award hunter you win the burbles award yeah for the best human in the fucking world literally was it the golden globes um emitting fucking um i may destroy you by michaela cole and i'm like mm. and then and then emily in paris being nominated excuse me sorry <laughs> what the um, fuck is this what is happening emily in paris in a black we don't mirror know episode? her we don't know no. her Jesus no, did Christ. you watch it Emily in Paris, no, I couldn't. Yeah. What I did watch was YouTube videos ripping it to pieces. I know what we're talking about next. <laughs> Emily in Paris. Oh, I've re- we've really got to stop finding things that are trash because I'm shit. so, my brain is filled I to know. the brim with garbage. We like, have to on. alternate with like one trash one and one just to like reinvigorate our souls. <laughs> so yeah, aside from getting the leading role in the series she also co-wrote an episode with the show's creator sam levinson mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you've all seen it oh her performance in that show oh, sorry can we just just yeah mm. cool thank you oh but yeah she co-wrote that i'm not even surprised I'm... yeah she of collaborated she with him so that her character and the show's story reflected her own experience on the show, she plays transgender woman Jules, who began her transition at the age of 13. Mm. Hunter said this is quite young for someone to begin transitioning. However, Jules was able to do so because of her incredibly supportive father, which is so lovely to see in this sort of storyline as well, yeah. because I feel like we don't see much of their relationship in the show, and I hope mm. that kind of does get delved into a bit more. Yeah. It's really nice to to have that as well for other people yeah as well when you're talking about representations Mm. in the media they're kind of parental figures a lot of the time it's disapproving mothers and fathers and uh, Mm. being disowned or kicked out of houses which is so negative and probably fear mongers a lot of people into into staying secluded in themselves because they're scared of what might what might come of coming out exactly and like while it's because like on the one hand it's like okay well you're telling the stories and you're telling the struggles of of how it can be to come out but at the same time it's like if every single story on tv is that how is this ever going to become normalized 
How yeah. are we ever going to normalize, yeah, the LGBTQA plus community yes. and just making it like a regular thing so that we can all just live fucking normally and get on with our lives? It is this balance. Exactly. It's important to show different, different stories because not all stories are the same. Exactly. And like, even if you do have a supportive parental figure, you can still have severe struggles and other, other shit thrown at you. Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. Life, it's, it's a complex thing. It's not just this black and white cliche that is a lot of the times portrayed mm-hmm. in the media obviously this is getting into euphoria now but the character of jules she has she has trauma from her childhood and Mm. from her kind of upbringing especially with her mom but she deals with a lot of other shit as well like Mm. some of the things that like normal teenage things like being in love and it being like overwhelming and all these other things and it's like like multi-dimensional characters that's what we need and dealing with your self-worth and feeling not worthy of love and absolutely all of those things and then first breakups and the complexities of that so good so fucking good hunter my god we love you glad survey of 2017 and 2018 media found that only 17 trans characters were in all of the television literally five percent what the fuck that is so pathetically shit five percent what a sure? terrible effort you didn't even try and you know and what makes me sad as well is we we don't even know to what extent they were shown on these shows so it could literally be for a cameo yeah and showed it in like a negative light or killed off or some shit yeah. like that do you know what i mean like yeah yeah it's pathetic try do, do better that. yeah do- better see me after class do better <laughs> oh fuck off oh my god you get a f what's worse than an f i don't know f minus that's not things you you get those you get, in the you uk get, you yeah. get ungraded you get ungraded you piece of shit <laughs> do better <laughs> although hunter does not consider herself an activist i would absolutely argue that her acting represents a form of advocacy since her character has so many ties with her own experiences, like we said, it yeah. gives teens um, a real trans experience to watch on TV and to relate to. And like you said earlier, just being up there and being a role model is mm, yeah so meaningful. Yeah. Yeah, talking about how important it is as well for the fans is, I'm not sure if you remember this, but an example that I thought of is when Zendaya was out and about vibing chilling and she bumped into a trans fan mm. um, who was a huge fan of the show, but also of Hunter and mm. Zendaya set up like a call. I know with the fan to talk to um, Hunter and I just cry like... Zendaya and Hunter out there just doing the most... I literally am so in love with both of them. Just the level of talent and then also that combined with like their hearts. Hunter said that she doesn't like to think of herself as a spike person. And she says in her own words, she doesn't feel like she um, should be a spokesperson for the community. But rather talking about her identity, instead she says she would rather explore these themes in her work, quote, because it takes a more philosophical approach to transness and queerness, end quote. That's so interesting and such a savvy and intelligent way to approach actually the whole discourse. There's no better way than to talk about um, hard subjects than through art, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, Mm. I agree. Yeah, so I actually read, I read this essay which was about, um, I believe it was about representation in euphoria Mm. and i read um quote euphoria does not necessarily extend to wokeness or queer identity to the extent that it resists the urge to label and name what it shows that is jules being transgender Mm. and if you remember at the very start of the show it's not it's not said similar to how uh, we discovered in moxie Mm. the fact that this character was a trans woman wasn't 
mentioned to an extent that it was her whole being as, yeah. a, as a human. It wasn't defining, do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't like think- the only reason she was there was to be like, look, we have a transgender yeah. character. It was like, no, this is a fully fleshed, intelligent complex human being yeah in june 2020 in honor of the 50th anniversary of the first lgbtq pride parade mm. queerty named her among the 50 heroes leading the nation toward equality acceptance and dignity for all people amazing love. amazing because if it wasn't if it wasn't for transgender women we wouldn't have pride yeah they literally created yeah. pride and and transgender women of color, black trans- transgender women as well. Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely, they led. They led the. They blazed the trail. In 2021, which is obviously this year, Time named her its next list of 100 emerging leaders who are shaping the future. Mm. With a tribute written by co-star Zendaya. Ah! I just know Hunter is gonna blow, do mm-hmm. these amazing things. Like I just mm-hmm. can't wait to mm-hmm. see what they do and what, what's happening. I love how much Zendaya and Hunter support each other. They're just constantly lifting each other up and it, ah, that, I just love it. So that's all I have for you guys and for Kels mm. on Hunter. Straight up badass bitch. God, I just, I mean, I loved her so much already. And now I'm just, I feel like the rest of my day is just gonna be fueled on pure love of Hunter Schaefer. And I love that I energy for me. <laughs> I love it. Love Hunter Schaefer. Yeah. That's- love so thank you guys so much for listening we hope mm-hmm. you enjoyed this little ramble ramble little burble about hunter schaefer being an incredible badass bitch amazing human being all-round legend we can't wait for euphoria too <gasps> when God. is that coming out do I we know? know so hopefully this year hopefully that'll be amazing oh my god can you imagine next week we have our episode which will be the last of this section we're going on a little hiatus for a little bit after that one because we have so much to do and we are underprepared (laughs) (laughs) no we have a lot to catch up on me and Kels are um after however long of not having any roles and stuff we're overwhelmed with um amazing projects so we're finally back to doing some acting again next week's episode will be the end of season one of bubbles and then we will come back renewed with so much more amazing content to feed your ears all right guys um if you have any questions or anything you'd like us to talk about you can pop over to our instagram which is at burbles podcast drop us a dm and we will oblige we will see you all in the next episode bye bye Slay, bitches.